peace 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 and abundance y'all welcome back to another episode of the this goddess glows podcast a platform dedicated to inspiring and empowering afro-indigenous women to heal glow and tap into the goddess within ashe so i did like a thank you note like a thank you tweet and then like a thank you video on instagram recently basically saying like i appreciate all my new followers and all my new supporters um but i would love to talk about where it stemmed from i recently put up a post well this was probably about a month ago now where i was talking about uh a tendency of mine to i self-isolate when really i'm craving connection right and I was just like letting my inner voice come out and I was saying um you know I can't shut the world out and say you know I don't give a f about anybody because nobody gives a fuck about me but I don't communicate and tell them what's going on and what I need and what's you know I don't communicate my needs or whatever so that piece of content that video I haven't checked. It has 7,000 shares at the moment. I think it's like 25,000 plays. Um, Some couple hundred comments. I I stopped counting. I don't even care at this point. I care more about what we can do with what this has brought into my awareness and everyone else's awareness that has interacted and engaged with the post. So many people... In the comments, I want to say 98% of the people in the comments resonate with what I said in the video. Um, How, you know, they'll self-isolate when really they crave connection. And I can give my theory as to why some people do it. uh, But that's only as it pertains to my experience, like what I've experienced. Um, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed psychologist. Uh, This is not a replacement for um, a relationship that you can develop with a licensed therapist or a medical practitioner. I'm just speaking from experience, right? I just have to say that, (laughs) y'all. I just have to say that because I know we're all healing through the airwaves, but... I can only speak from my perspective. I can only speak from my point of view. So I just had to get that out the way first, first and foremost. Um, What was I going to say? Yeah, so I can only speak to why I do it. Um, I do it because of the strong friend mentality. I do it because I'm often looked at as the individual who has it all together so when I don't have it all together it's not received in the same manner as somebody who needs help more often right so if I could I come to someone and I say hey I got x y and z coming on going on or whatever I recently shared a post that related to this as well people in my dynamic tend to say oh well you got this you always figure it out I do Yes, I do. I always figure it out. I always figure it out. But I'm coming to the people in my dynamic because I need help. 
I might just need emotional support. I might not need your financial support. Um, I, I may need your financial support. It depends on the situation. But I'm coming to you because I can't do it by myself. I'm coming to you because I don't think I can figure this one out on my own. Like, I've been in very dark spaces before. And that, like, being somebody that, like, has it together and people always have this assumption that you have it all together that can work to your detriment sometimes it's like god damn i gotta be broke poor dirty dusty bummy like rusty crusty like in order to get some support out this bitch i think it's like a societal thing it's not just like uh, i'm not like ragging on or like dragging you know the people that i love it's just society has us conditioned to do more for those need more how does that that don't even sound right because it makes sense but it's like i don't know like we very rarely help the person who i don't even know how to like because it doesn't make sense as i'm flushing this all out bear with me y'all because in this episode i for sure give myself permission to speak easily and freely because i'm like damn like i might need like i don't always need it but when i need it it's like i want it (laughs) when i need the support i want the support but it's like societally it's like we'll like go all in for somebody who's in desperate need like that's what i'm trying to say like why do we wait this okay we flushing it out we flushing it out for me it's like we wait until as a society um somebody's in desperate need for help but we ignore those little cries for help like i was just talking to my grandfather the other day like my pop-up and and i was just like he was telling me that someone he loves you know is no longer here and they decided to take their life or whatever and i just was like well what what is going on with us as a family like now this is I ain't gonna go too deep into that but this person that did it is not like closely related to me so I don't know the person personally I've never had an interaction at least I don't recall um we're not like blood related or anything like that so I was just like damn like I just self-reflected like what the fuck is going on with family like what is going on with you know how we feel about ourselves like what is going on with like for us to have to go to that those measures instead of being able to like lean on the people that we love right and i know uh, if that's something that's a decision that someone made for themselves nothing externally can stop it but it's just like feeling loved and supported and appreciated feeling worthy feeling like people need you the feeling feeling like people want you feeling like you know you belong here having a, a, a sense of community having a sense of identity within a community all of that helps all of that helps because I know when I've been in my like very very dark moments my very very dark moments y'all all I wanted was a phone call hey how you doing how are you you okay like I love you like that's all I wanted like all I wanted right all I wanted was a phone call and when I would like my my cries for help were like me constantly being around people like me like yo I gotta get out the house because being by myself is like a little too crazy right now like I'm I'm a little too sad like this is a little too deep like it wasn't 
when I would speak about different things or whatever, it wasn't well received or I won't say well received because that's just my opinion. I don't believe that, you know, it could have it was handled in the way that I would want it to be handled. I don't know. Y'all, I'm really flushing this out because now I'm looking at I'm having empathy for the people in our families and in our dynamics who don't really know how to address those kind of situations so then we got to consider the uh, the the option of professional help like therapy right but then you think about the affordability of, of fucking therapy like but there's better help there's other you know opportunities there's other you know modes of of of, of therapeutic support like that we can get the, that therapeutic support for a while um when I was going through those moments, I was listening to Therapy for Black Girls. Um, it's a podcast. I can't think. Joy Joy Bradford, I believe, is the name of the, the therapist, the licensed psychologist, licensed therapist, I believe. Um, but yes, her podcast, and she talks about various topics or whatever. And I just felt like, all right, somebody understands. Like, somebody understands. And, and it's like... Yeah, your loved ones, you could talk to them all day long, but they may not be able to, they they can't. I just feel like they lack the capacity. They're not capable of providing you with uh, the level of support that you may need in those times. So I feel like for me, for me, that's why I self-isolate because it's like, what y'all gonna do? <laughs> what y'all gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, and what can they, and it's, that's, I say that with, like, I laugh, you know, just to lighten the, the mood or whatever but the reality is like what are y'all gonna do y'all not y'all don't have the capacity to assist me in the way that I need to be assisted right now so sometimes for me it's just being present like I will really just go sit at my mom's house and like lay on the couch or go in her room and she talking to me I'm listening and I'm just like I needed this like this is this come it's probably it's coming in the only form I can get it right now like um so yeah I know for me it's like the strong firm mentality it's like you know being a strong one and everybody looking like oh yeah you good you got this like yeah but like yeah but like I need help right now like I'm struggling right now like right now I need help yeah you got this you gonna pull through like yeah we gotta stop that shit we gotta stop cause I know I got it what the fuck that's my inner voices I'm telling myself good things all the time I'm like I'm trying not to let the the intrusive thoughts. I'm trying not to let the negative thoughts win. Like, but those are the things I say to myself all the time. But sometimes I just need to be soothed. Sometimes I just need a hug. Like, not no words attached. I don't want your advice. Maybe you you probably can't even offer advice for the situation I'm delivering right now. But just give me a hug, bro. <laughs> and what what like amazed me y'all so many people in the comments was like oh I don't want nobody touching me I was like damn like intimacy is like so like necessary like I do these 30 second hugs I, I haven't done them as often um as we used to do when my niece was much younger but I had saw online that we release certain endorphins. I think it's uh, serotonin or something like that. The happy chemical, the love chemical. When we hug for 30 seconds or more. So I, whenever I would see my niece, we would count one, two, three, and we'll just hug. Something as simple as a hug, y'all. And it's like, it sounds so like cheesy and like overrated, I guess. But 
y'all don't know how much it does for the, the, the body, for the brain, for the nervous system. Like, it helps relax your nervous system. Sometimes you don't need somebody to give you advice. Like, I'm learning to, I got to get better with it because I get frustrated when I have conversations with people and I offer advice and it's just like they don't be trying to hear it. So it's like, on the other side of that, like when people going through their stuff, Zakia, you got to ask, do you need me to listen? Or like, or do, is this a situation where you just want me to listen? Or like I can actively listen and just, you know, give you time and space to just say everything you need to say and I'll be a soundboard you just get everything out or are you looking for advice and if people say they need advice then I'll offer advice but if not then I need to shut the fuck up and just listen because that's a part of it too because sometimes people give unsolicited advice I see the post the other day I sometimes the the zodiac um post be on point other times I just be like yeah that's a tendency that anybody can have I don't think that's like unique to Pisces like we just may have it more so than others I don't know but I saw something that was like Pisces when they're getting unsolicited advice. And I was cracking. I forgot what the meme was, like what the reaction of the person was. But yo, I don't want unsolicited advice, too. Like, I don't need you to like, I, sometimes I just want you to listen. Then it's like somebody brought up the element of like not knowing who to trust with your personal information. Like, who going to run with your shit and go tell every any and everybody about what you got going on? Like, you know, is 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 your your secret safe or your your situation safe or sacred with whoever you're sharing it with? So for those of us who have like great connections where you can go to somebody, if you, let's say you developed the emotional intelligence, you strengthen your muscle emotional intelligence enough to be able to recognize, first be aware of where you are and what you need, and then being able to ask for it, and then you actually receive it. Like, I just want to clap it up for you, bro. You're in an amazing situation. Because clearly, thousands and thousands of motherfuckers is, is not experiencing that right now. Um, Yeah. It's crazy because I hate when this is done to me. Like, the self-isolation part. Um, But I do it. I've done it in very extreme situations. This is not a habit of mine. So, I get frustrated when people do it. They go through something and they just like disappear. Like I don't got time for the Houdini shit. Like I don't. I really don't. I really don't. Cause that like that causes damage to connections. And it's not like you might not be intending that, but you're damaging a connection because now you see me, now you don't. Like the Houdini shit is just not for me. Like, but my my situations where I've gone into isolation is when it got very very deep and dark and I felt like nobody could help me so I was just like yeah I'm out of here y'all don't understand me anyway so fuck y'all and it's not cool but it's just I felt like this what cut my life into pieces I don't know why that's if I hear this is my last resort I'm a fucking fool but yeah I felt like it was my last resort so I mean I've done it in extreme situations extreme cases it's not my habit so I don't want to put that out into the universe I don't do that shit all the time I'm actually a very vocal person when I'm going through stuff a lot of motherfuckers know my business even motherfuckers I don't give a fuck that's the thing y'all this the thing I was talking to my daughter about this the other day like because I forgot who I was talking to somebody was dating said this before and one of my friends said this before like how are you so like how do you feel comfortable saying it how do you feel because I don't give a fuck 
I don't give a fuck. You're probably going through shit worse than me. You're just not talking about it. Everybody is going through shit. Probably not on the same scale. Probably not the same exact thing. But everybody is going through shit. So I'm not going to fucking sit around and pretend that I'm perfect and all put together. I got shit I'm dealing with too. And sometimes me having that conversation with somebody about what I'm dealing with opens them up to be able to express how they feel about something. So vulnerability breeds connectivity. I don't give a fuck. Vulnerability breeds connectivity. So I'm fucking vulnerable. I'm going to bear it all on my motherfucking sleeve. And I think that's the issue for me as well because I am like that. And then I've encountered people who are just so closed off. So it's like, how can I connect with motherfuckers who just be like clamming up or making it seem like they have this facade or this like you know they they carrying this image as if they all put together and they really fucking not y'all i'll be dealing with some heavy shit i'll be dealing with some really heavy shit unapologetically like it is what it is it's fucking life like it is what it is the fuck i'm not gonna sit around and pretend like you know shit is just but multiple people like yo how you just so vocal and like how you just like sharing i'm just like because i don't give a fuck like what you gonna say what you gonna do? I just gotta be mindful about who I share with, right? I just gotta make sure my 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 situation ain't gonna end up in the in the ears of somebody else, like that I don't fuck with, like. So I just gotta be intentional. I might talk to a complete stranger who I'm never gonna fucking see again. Like I ain't gonna go into depths with them, but it's just like, yeah, I know if I keep this shit inside of me, I'm a fucking implode. I'm a either explode or implode. I'm a fuck myself up or I'm a fuck somebody else up. So, you know, I'd rather just like deal with the consequences of like oversharing. I don't give a fuck because I'm going to hurt myself or hurt somebody. Like imagine just having all this pent up stress, all this pent up emotions, all these pent up energy. And then I just snap out. Somebody cut me off or somebody do something dumb and or something. And I'm just, oh, I'm at my boiling point and I just explode. It ain't worth it. So I'd rather just release every now and again. Just release little by little. So, yeah, this is a very, 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 very long-winded way of saying, I see you. I hear you. I feel you. Now to the point of what can we do about it? That's what I wanted this episode to be about. But like I said, I give myself permission to speak easily and freely. Um, And vulnerability breeds connectivity. So, yeah, I wanted to share a little more. Um, What do we do about it, y'all? I went to therapy and I went to therapy with the most, y'all... I'm telling y'all, I told y'all in, in multiple, multiple episodes, I probably, or maybe, probably, yeah, multiple, because it's more than one, of course, where I went to therapy and the therapist was like, yeah, it seems like you got it all figured out. Like, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it, pretty much. And the whole time, the shit was broke. But when I'm sitting in this session, in this, this, yeah, in this session, it was virtual. I'm sitting in this session with this lady who may have tools and resources to support me in my situation i just was like glossing over shit or i was making it seem like stuff wasn't a big deal that was a big deal or as if like i do i read a lot of self-help books and you know i put a lot of like things into practice things into play or whatever and my therapist would tell me like well what have you done what do you do when this is going on what do you do if that is going on and i'm like oh i do this and she's like, oh yeah that's like a very sound therapeutic practice that I would recommend and I'm just like yeah but I need more (laughs) 
for somebody so this is the again we circling back to somebody being resourceful somebody being strong somebody having it all together like people like what i gotta come in telling y'all that i want to kill myself like what the fuck what i'm telling you sis is that i've been doing stuff what i'm telling you sis is what i'm doing has has semi worked but i'm here because i just had a nervous breakdown so help me nigga that's what it is like i like what we got to be in like the most desperate situations in order to get more help but she pretty much so i was using that when i first talked about those in that experience with my therapeutic experience when i talked about that (laughs) y'all i was using it to like jab at myself like yes i can't you gotta open up but she really told me like if it ain't broke don't fix it like you i feel like you're doing everything that you need to do and i'm just like yeah but but bitch i'm here bitch i just quit my job like bitch i just had a nervous breakdown bitch i just showed up on zoom for a work call with a fucking bonnet on bitch i don't care about life right now help motherfucker what the fuck so i don't know i think i think it leads back to the like the times that you have asked for help you know it wasn't you what was the response that you got even in therapeutic situations even with a professional but i don't want to like discourage y'all from therapy y'all therapy is a beautiful thing i just feel like i should have fired my therapist i just feel like i should have found somebody who really understood understood and overstood me um so i'm not saying nah fuck therapy like i'm that's not what i'm trying to say i'm just sharing one of my experiences that was the only therapist i ever had well the second therapist another one i did family therapy with me and my daughter when she was going through a tough time but yeah what else i said what what can we do about it um i do still recommend therapy y'all i just feel like really flush out the connection like we wouldn't like just be sold on the first partner that we meet so i feel like i don't know like connect with i mean find a therapist who you who you resonate deeply with and and allow them to support you i like i said i do a lot of self-help books so it really won't be as bad for me and people to be like yo what are you tripping about like you got all this shit going on for yourself but it's like yeah i do but i need help yeah, I do, but me out here trying to figure it out by myself is not, is, is, is fucking wild. Like, same thing with me, like, learning about, like, herbalism and, you know, treating ailments and stuff naturally, like, with God's medicine instead of, you know, pharmaceuticals or whatever. I go to a herbalist. I go to somebody who has decades in, in experiences, who, who whose great-great-great-grandfather was a fucking herbalist, who they've learned different remedies and stuff from over the generations like i'm gonna go to somebody like that because they are they have much more wisdom than i do right for one i'm going to them because i don't want to do this alone and and community is important in overcoming anything and just living a well-rounded uh full life and at the same time they are much more wise in whatever area i'm struggling in so absolutely i'm going to you So when certain situations where I reach out is met with like, oh, well, you got this going for yourself, you got that. Yeah, I do, bro. But I'm, 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 I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling. All right. And I'm, I want to lean on somebody who can support me. That's it. That's all. Um, yeah. So 
I still recommend therapy. I just feel like I wasn't, I want to say confident enough, but I wasn't aware enough. Let me say that. I didn't have the level of awareness about like therapeutic relationships now. Like I listened to a lot of podcasts or whatever. I was into the Red Table Talk the other day and there was a therapist on there and she was just talking about the whole concept of like firing your therapist. Like, you know, you don't have to stick with that person. Like if you realize they're not supporting you, like, okay, week one, y'all just getting to know each other. Week two, okay. Week three, about like week four, it's like, okay, you kind of get a feel or idea of like what this is about to be like. Like my therapist would give me homework, but it would just be printouts. And I was just like, bitch, like what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was because it was the height of the pandemic. Maybe she had a crazy caseload. I don't know, but I just didn't feel like it was I was supported enough. But so I still recommend therapy, but I'm going to add in the point of making sure you develop a, you know, a a good connection with the therapist that you decide to, um, you know, allow to support you or whatever. Uh, I always recommend self-help books. Um, One thing that I haven't touched on about this topic just yet is the idea and the concepts of attachment styles. Um, Attachment styles have a lot to do with why we show up in the way we do. I talked about in other um, episodes, your attachment style, for those of you who don't know or who haven't listened to other episodes or just haven't, this isn't in their awareness just yet. Your attachment style is a reflection of how you were socialized. How you were socialized, meaning your attachment figure, your mother, your father, whoever raised you. What we think about the, I talked about the Dr. Bruce D. Perry. Is that Bruce D. Perry? Yeah, and Oprah Winfrey book, What Happened to You? And where the, I think he's a psychotherapist and he talks about like how what happened to you shapes your worldview. So what happens to you early on in your life develops your attachment style it develops your view of the world you start seeing the world as safe or unsafe you start seeing connections as safe or unsafe you start seeing community community as necessary or unnecessary so with attachment styles the most ideal attachment style for us to have is a secure attachment style where you have a level of autonomy you know how to do things on your own but at the same time, you know how to seek community. So this is what I'm actually developing right now. Like I am, I have a great deal of autonomy. I know how to find resources on my own. I know how to, you know, make shit happen on my own. But I also need community. I also need support. So this is y'all getting to witness me work on developing a more secure attachment style after having one of the other variations. So there's other variations. I think there's four altogether, but you can mix and mingle based off of like nobody. Nobody fits neatly into one of the four categories. I think there's secure attachment style. There's avoidant where like you don't want connection because you don't like what comes with connection with based off of whatever has happened to you. There's fearful. Um. I think fearful and avoidant go together. I don't know, y'all. Do y'all research. Um, fearful and disorganized, I think. So I think I had anxious. To, I don't. I had disorganized. My shit is all over the place. Sometimes I want. I deeply. Anxious is the other one. So anxious is like when you're in a connection with people, you're doing any and everything to make sure that. Um, no yeah so wait it's anxious fearful 
avoidant insecure and then disorganized is all of the above like where you can depending on the situation depending on the circumstances you can express any of the attributes that fall under any attachment style so there's a book i can't remember the author's names author's name right now but i read it i listened to the audiobook it's called polysecure it was recommended by a therapist on that i follow online his name is therapy jeff and he recommended the book because he loves the way that it flushes out attachment styles. I don't know if I 100% agree because I've ex- experienced other content that talked about um, attachment styles just as good. But in his personal opinion, this is the best book to help you with understanding attachment styles. So the book that he recommended is called Polysecure. And you only want to focus on unless you're into polygamous relationships or polyamorous or I don't know the other words for it polyamory the book is teaching you how to have a more secure attachment style for yourself and then so that you can show up in your relationships and a poly relationship more secure right but there's a whole section of the book dedicated specifically to attachment styles where they like, I mean, where I can't think of the person's name, but she flushes out attachment style. She tells you, you know, there's charts in there, there's grids, all of that stuff. So I got the audio book and I got the, um, the, the book, the actual physical book. Uh, so I could refer to take notes and all that stuff like that, highlight whatever I needed and all that stuff. So therapy, self-help books. These are things I've tried for myself um what I will say let me go back to therapy just for a little bit what I will say is with therapy it was essentially like she put a mirror up to me right so it wasn't all bad I just wish I would have gotten more like I had more things to walk away from it with but she definitely put a mirror up to me and she made me realize like I was going through stuff in my relationship and I was just like, yeah, I just had this like irrational fear that he was going to leave. And she was like, Zakia, what do you think that stems from? And we started talking about my dad and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I kind of already knew that because I, you know, listen to podcasts. I would read certain books about like inner child healing and inner child wounds and all that stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, I kind of knew that. But she helped me realize that in that moment. I was responding as like six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old Zakia instead of who I was at that time. Like I just had this intense fear that people were gonna leave because of the experiences that I had. Where I had this intense fear that whatever was going on in my relationship was a reflection oh well was directly connected to something that happened in my past. So she definitely did put a mirror up to me. I don't want to make it seem like I'm dragging, you know, my ex-therapist or whatever. I'm not doing that. But therapy, what are we going to do about it? Therapy, self-help books, and practicing emotional intelligence, which falls under the category of uh, self-help books. But what I mean by, like, practicing and, and, like, embodying emotional intelligence is being aware of how you feel, recognizing how you feel, um 
being able to sift through and sort through what it is that you feel and and then try to find the language to express what it is that you want. But that comes from education and information because some of us weren't taught how to be emotional and emotionally intelligent. Some of us weren't taught how to be vulnerable. Some some of us weren't like it wasn't or it wasn't encouraged in our environments because I don't think that's something that's not something you could teach. That's something that develops through experiences. Like you realize, okay, yeah, it's safe for me to express myself. So I'm going to then you build the muscle, you develop the muscle to be able to express yourself. So I feel like we got to put ourselves in environments where we're safe to express ourselves and we have to actually allow ourselves to feel safe to express ourselves like open ourselves up to other people I was having a conversation the other day and I just got quiet after a while because I'm like bro this is so surface level I know something deeper is going on but cool all right this where we staying at all right cool <laughs> but it was kind of annoying to me because like I said y'all I'm very expressive I'm open I don't give a fuck I'm going to tell I don't care I don't care because I, I know that vulnerability breeds connectivity and I don't care how I look or how I don't give a fuck. I don't care. This is for me. This is my journey. I don't care how you receive it. Like, yeah, but some people want to stay at certain vulnerability levels or don't want to be vulnerable at all. So, I mean, do your best to be in spaces and where you feel vulnerable, where you feel safe. Three, three, three. I looked over at the timer. Then number three is all about community. Find your community, y'all. Or let your community find you. Just keep putting yourself out there. Don't clam up and go into the house and lock yourself in your room. Keep putting yourself out there. And you'll attract exactly who you need in your life. Who some where people in your life that f- see you, feel you, hear you, support you, love you, all that stuff. Who honor you, who want to just be a part of your journey, who want to love on you, all that good stuff. So I'm tapping out, y'all. This episode uh, is at 33 minutes right now. I told y'all I'm only only doing 30 minutes these these days, okay? I'm out. I love y'all. Peace. Hope this helped. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the This God is Closed podcast. I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for your listening ear. I'm so grateful that my messages and my my um my guest messages were able to vibrate in your soul and provide you with that love that energetic love that you absolutely need this is reiki through the motherfucking airways we healing people with this i'm healing people with my voice y'all this is beautiful so again tune in with us every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time and get some love allow someone to pour into you with with the authenticity real raw and uncut we ain't holding no motherfucking punches okay if you wanted a podcast where motherfuckers is prim and proper and they just talking about like basic shit they ain't getting underneath the surface go somewhere else but if you like this real raw uncut authentic getting loved up on for being exactly who you are holistically then stay here and see us again on the next episode i love you and i'll talk to you soon